Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I am Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. As the song clearly stated a couple minutes ago, champagne showers for everybody. The National League Division Series. Two very different games on the side of the spectrum. We'll start with the Cardinals and the Braves. St. Louis taking them down 13-1. to all thanks to 10 runs in the first inning, the biggest opening inning in MLB postseason history. The Braves pitcher Mike Fultonevitz only retired one batter after allowing six earned runs, three walks, and no strikeouts. Unfortunately for the Braves, this is Atlanta's 10th straight postseason round loss. The last victory was 18 years ago. Struggling Braves, unfortunate for them. But hey, as a Mets fan, I'm not too upset about this. Uh, congratulations to the Cardinals, taking them down and advancing to the championship series where they will face the Washington Nationals after taking down the Dodgers 7-3 in extra innings. Howie Kendrick's 10th inning grand slam broke the tie and ultimately ended the Dodgers season. Anthony Rendon and Juan Soto also homered in the victory. It is the Nationals visiting the Cardinals. Cardinals have the home field advantage in the championship series. That all kicks off Friday night at 8 PM. Speaking of division series, the ALDS will finish tonight as the Rays visit the Houston Astros tonight at 7 o'clock on FS1. It is Tyler Glasnow versus Garrett Cole, and we all remember how Cole pitched in Game 2, allowing Nolan runs 4 hits and 15 strikeouts over about 7 innings pitch. I know that's not looking too uh, good for you Yankee fans. Uh, I know you want to see the Rays in the championship series, but Garrett Cole pitching well. We'll see how he does tonight. Rays are plus 245 on the money line. The over-under is 7 in this matchup. And unfortunately, more bad news for the Braves. Guys, I don't know if you saw this. Catcher Brian McCann is officially retiring after 15 seasons. I guess a a 10-run inning beatdown uh, was enough to push him over the edge. McCann, who's now 35, he stated after the game last night, this is it for me, quote, I'm going to go home and be a dad. And play with those kids. Of course, Brian uh, McCann spent nine seasons with the Braves. He was a seven-time All-Star. Then he went to the Yankees in 2014. Won a World Series with Houston, ironically, in 2017. And re-signed with the Braves in November. Uh, it might have been the swinging strike that he uh, let get by him, and then he fell on his ass oh, and uh, and couldn't couldn't throw the ball to first. Yeah, that might have. At that point, Dane, I think he might have been like, "Yeah, I'm good. Like, I can't do this anymore." Sure, but I mean, you know, it's interesting when uh, athletes be like, I'm going to go home and be a dad. Like, it, it, you're still on balance. How lucky are you that at, in your, like, late 30s, you yeah. can, like, stop working for the rest of your life and be have millions yeah. and be set? Like, I'd, I'd like to not work anymore and spend right. time with my family, but then right. guess what? The November rent ain't going to get paid. Yes, exactly correct. Yep. <laughs> There we go. We'll see what happens with Brian McCann. I mean, he's 35 yeah. years old. You Way know, to like, go, yeah, McCann. I'll, listen, Joe, seasons. I'll look like a fool falling on my ass in a playoff game. No right. problem. If I could have like a 14-year Major League Baseball career, I'm not right. worried about the embarrassment. I'll cry into my millions. Yeah, it's a lot of truth to that.
There you go. I think Brian McCann's going to be crying into his millions uh, for the next couple He'll of years. Fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. He'll yeah. Be, yeah. And like He'll in the town it. of Atlanta, will he yeah. ever have to pay for a meal again? Probably You not. know, he could be like a oh, used no. car. He could do whatever the hell he wants. He'll and he fine. got to go back to them. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. He could have he ended up in uh, in Cincinnati or something. You know, he did ended he up. Did he win a uh, ring with the Astros? Did he win a ring yes, with the Astros also? Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Yep. So? Yep. He's already a champion. Exactly. Yeah. He's chilling. Seven-time All-Star. He's got quite a resume. Yeah. All good. Nothing wrong with him uh, ending his career. Guys, uh, switching gears here into the NBA. I know it's just preseason, but, man, I cannot wait for the regular season. Zion Williamson dominating last night. 29 points, four rebounds, four assists in the Pelicans. 127-125 win over the Bulls. Pelicans coach Alvin Gentry said he wanted to get Williamson involved often and early. He said, quote, we want to get him moving. We want to get him in space. I know it's just the preseason, but, man, Zion mania is taking over. I don't know if you saw, there was a little snippet on SportsCenter. They said the Zion debut tour. They highlighted all the big games where he's going to New York to play R.J. Barrett. He's going to Golden State to play Draymond and Steph. It's really exciting uh, to see what's going to happen with this Pelicans team. And they got a great team around. They got some good depth uh, over in New Orleans. Uh, Yes, yes. Look over here. Just don't talk about what's happening in China. Talk about Zion. Go ahead. Talk about Zion. Zion's over here. Zion's over here. uh, Speaking. Nobody's asking Zion what he thinks about China. What's going on with that? You know, who is uh, speaking about China, though, is uh, our president, President Trump, who will will be weighing in on uh, the NBA China situation. He was critical of Steve Kerr and And Greg Popovich. Yes, his first public comments on the issue he said quote uh about steve kerr he was quote like a little boy he was so scared to be even answering the question he couldn't even answer the question he was shaking oh i don't i don't know i don't know he didn't know how to answer the question and yet he'll talk about the united states very badly and then he said about pop i watched popovich uh but he didn't look quite as scared actually so uh critical of steve kerr and pop it's uh only adding fuel to the fire when our president gets involved right guys it's just uh not looking good here for the tensions between the NBA and China. Really quick, guys, Thursday Night Football, the Giants visiting the Patriots. Ugh. Giants are plus 770 on the money line. <laughs> Patriots are your 16.5-point favorites. Uh, start today 20 on Fox in case you guys want to watch a beatdown. No, whatever you're into. <laughs> yeah, that about does it, you know? Sending it back to the guys. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Let it ride! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Oh, Thursday night football. Welcome in hour two. Let's make it rain on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Just when we uh, we thought we had a, a really good Monday night battle there with uh, uh, with Cleveland getting uh, you know toasted there on the road against San Francisco, we follow it up with the New York Giants traveling sure. to of all places Foxborough here tonight in what I understand is going to be a bit of a nor'easter, a bit of a weather issue. I don't know if it's affecting you guys in uh, uh, in New York at all, but apparently up a little north of you. It's going to be uh, it's not going to be good there tonight. Big wind, a lot of rain, that kind of stuff there, cold. And yeah, but yet the number keeps rising for the New England Patriots. Uh, looking at around 17 now in a lot of places. Dane, what what is FanDuel showing at 17, 17 and 16 and a half, 16 oh, and 16. a half. Okay, so it's 16 still and under a half 17. at FanDuel, 41 and a half is your total. I told you, Joe, I got it at 43 a few days ago. It went down, I think, to 41, back up a half point uh, over the course of the last 24 hours, to so 41 and a half. Yeah, it's, uh, it, listen, I know people Where's are Where's the over money coming from? 
Yeah, well, yeah, and and in what? How is that going to happen? Because where are the points coming know. from from the New York Giants? As um as he talked about the injuries too. Like, is there one offensive starter like sk- position like skill guy? Golden is there Tate? anybody who's that's in? It. Golden Tate, Tate, I think, that's is it, it right? Because there's it. no running back. There's no right. running back. Saquon didn't make it back. Gallman is in a concussion protocol. This is going to be Hillman, right? Evan Ingram's gone. I think Chef as well. I think it's just Golden Tate. So I ask you, how the hell are they going to move the ball and score points against the number one defense in the NFL, one that has given up like only one offensive touchdown all season? I don't know how it's going to happen, but I do think that there's some opportunity in the prop bet world. So a couple of other uh, trends going on, and and you're right about that. We'll take a look at some of those uh, props that are available uh, but there are a couple of trends to keep in mind, and one of them, of course, is the Patriots at at least a two-touchdown favorites. It's already happened three times this year. Uh, what a schedule, huh? And they uh, they're two and one against well, the number the there. Twice. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're two and one in that situation. And also, the other one that you're going to hear a lot about is Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback, and in his career, Bill Belichick. Uh, 11 and 0 straight up, seven and four against the number at home, especially at Foxborough since 2000. So, to me, it's not the quarterback. He's got nobody that's he's got nobody that can help him. It ain't Danny Dimes. Uh, I can't wait to see. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. But uh, yes, yeah. Are there any fantasy implications tonight too? We'll yeah. talk about that coming up. Hour two. Let's make it rain. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Final hour on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez as we've got uh, another game five here as we try to recover from the craziness yesterday in the National League uh, Division Series there. The first game, the Cards taking on the Braves. Cards scored 10 in the top of the first, effectively uh, cashing the over tickets. First five. The game, it was just over. at uh, And the Atlanta Braves didn't even get a chance to bat. And the game was over. It was crazy. Uh, and then, of course, the nightcap. Extra innings as the eighth inning comes around. A 3-1 lead gets blown. Kate, uh, Clayton Kershaw, two pitches, two home runs, back-to-back, tie the game. Eventually, a grand slam wins it for Howie Kendrick. And it was funny, Dane, too, we should say. You and I were very critical of his um, fielding skills and the fact that they had him at first base. And it was funny because you had mentioned there was really only one reason why he was even in the lineup and and playing. You know, that was it. There was only one reason why, Dan, because of his hitting. Just to do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden he looks like a, 
you know, they look like geniuses and, and you take a couple of errors uh, if he's going to be able to do that. I didn't realize he's the oldest dude on the team, on the roster, too. I mean, he's been doing it a long time. Yeah, he's been Howard. there a while. Him and Zimmer, I mean, not he's been in Major League Baseball for a while. Baseball. Him and Zimmer, yes. Zimmerman have to be the elder statesman yeah, of, that, uh, of that team. Yeah, I mean, so it's uh, it's crazy good for him. Great moment. And now they've got to, uh, you know, put the champagne down. Don't hurt your hands like Chapman and get ready. You got a uh, you got a series starting tomorrow in St. Louis. But tonight you got another series of game five here. Dane uh, pitting the Astros taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. And, I, you know, did the when we talked about this Nationals game uh, last night with the Dodgers being such big favorites. Yeah. You know, we we always had in the back of our head, we always maintained that, listen, this game is going to be a heck of a lot closer than what the what the numbers and the odds makers are telling us it is. And, I, you know, I want to say part of me with this Tampa Bay team feels I'm even more confident that Tampa uh, might even actually have the ability, a better chance to win this game than the Nationals did going into that game last night because. Style makes fight, Dane, right? And right now, the Astros have no answer for the pitching rotations and what Kevin Cash, the mixing and matching, he has done. Uh, And by the way, kept all of them fresh. Everybody that pitched the last game can pitch again this game without there being any question about it. So the chess match, I think, is very interesting in this game here tonight. But I'm confident with Tampa. How about you? Listen, I, I... Yeah, that makes sense. And they're a contact hitting team and they're on the high horse right now and everybody's available um, coming out of that pen. So, I, you know, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. My issue, though, is that what we have seen out of Garrett Cole this season, Mm. especially at home, Joe, is, you know, he put together one of the best seasons we have seen in a long time. And so, yes, the Rays are ready to go. They won't be scared. Yes, the Rays are built the way that, you know, they're going to string some together. Yes, the Rays have all their arms available. But it is still very hard for me to see how Garrett Cole does not come out and do Garrett Cole things. The only thing I can see is if we get into this kind of question that we were just talking about with the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Let's say Garrett Cole looks great for seven innings, but he takes 115 pitches to do so, and the game is still two to one. You know, that's that's the leverage point, I think, for Tampa. They have to keep it close. It's on glass now. I don't see Garrett Cole getting blown up like Fultonevich did yesterday, okay? Or even Verlander on short rest. I think Garrett Cole will deliver. So if Tampa's going to do it, I think it's going to have to be against the Houston bullpen. Yeah, um... And they have done really well against that Houston bullpen, man. It's uh, it's actually it's pretty nuts when you think about it. How uh, the first couple so of times around, guess, yeah. Let's first guess. If let's say Garrett Cole has thrown 110 pitches through seven, okay, okay. and at that point going into the eighth, it is three-one Houston. The same mm-hmm. way it was three-one. Uh, you know, L.A., right? Right. Do you bring Garrett Cole out for the eighth if he's 110, 115 pitches in? Let's first guess. Who or where do you go? The bullpen? One of these other starters? Do you go to Grinky? Do you go to, like, where Where are you going in that situation? Or do you say, Garrett, get us another two innings, big horse? You're t- I, you know, uh, you're in your I don't. 
I don't think they take him out. I honestly do. I think yeah. they let him go until the point where yeah, well, we know he's the kind of guy that you're going to have to, honestly, you're going to have to take bodyguards out there and drag him off the mound. Like, you might have to cut off his arm before he gives you the ball. Like, he is going to give you everything we have. We know that about him. And I think if it's still close, uh, unless something drastic happens, you know what I mean, where he gives up back-to-back or, you know, stuff along you. those lines, I don't know that you would ever take him out unless you absolutely – and that means to me to the ninth inning because wh- who are you bringing in? Uh, Miley's not available. Um, Euriquity is not available. The rookie, he just pitched. So they're emergency guys, but that means then you've got to bring in a bullpen guys that they have just flat out owned here. That being the, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Rays lineup, they've owned the bullpen way more than they've owned anything to do with the starting pitchers, at least Granky and, uh, not Granky, um, uh, Verlander and Cole. So I, I don't see. There's nobody in that pen, I don't think, that you would trust even in the later innings than the guy you have on the mound. Right. And that's why I'm saying, you know, so, so Joe, it's 3-1 Houston in the eighth. Yeah. You bring out Garrett Cole, you know, and then Austin Meadows or whatever leads off the eighth with a double. You're sticking with him? 113 pitches in? I think I am, man. I, I really I do. I, I think right? I agree with you. I think this is Garrett Cole. You're going nine today, and I'll I'll stomach whatever it is, you know. But honestly, Joe, that's sort of like I was saying yesterday that if I'm the Dodgers, I'm throwing Bueller, then I'm throwing Kershaw, and I'll stomach whatever it is. That didn't turn out well, right? And now we're saying, oh, we should have matched up, blah blah blah. That's what I'm saying. Let's first guess. I, I'm comfortable with that too. I say, hey, Garrett Cole, you're the AL Cy Young Award winner. You this may be your last outing ever with the Houston Astros. You're going to free agency. Go give me nine. I would have, yeah, and it's funny because you bring that up because I would not have been at all objecting to them keeping the kid Bueller in that game, at least through, you know what I mean, the uh, the seventh inning there. I don't know that he was ever really going to be in so much trouble that you could not, uh, you couldn't recover from it. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do the first time around, Dame, because I will say this, much like Verlander, I do think if the Tampa Bay Rays are going to get to them, and I do expect them to come out swinging here tonight, I do not think they're going to – they're going to be very opportunistic. They are going to – if it is there, they're going to swing because I do think their best chance of getting to him is once again early on in this game where, number one, he might be a little too pumped up. He might be – you know, he might not be as sharp – so I do think well, they'll take advantage early. If the fastball early. is elevated early, that's an indicator of that. That's correct. Exactly. If he can't get his off, you know, if he can't get that off-speed stuff over, if he's le- much like we saw with Verlander, much like we, yep. you know, m- much like we've seen here with Scherzer and other guys early on for these starters, um, they are going to have to try to get him out of this game. I. How many how many pitches did he throw in that in that other in the first game? I don't think he threw all that much. I'll go I, back I and check. Had, I'll go back and check. What I do strikeouts. see is that Walker Bueller, Joe, through six and two thirds, had 117 pitches long. Oh, he did. Okay, so that's what. Yeah, but oh man, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Old. That's the same thing, yeah. though. I don't give yep. a damn, Garrett Cole. Yep. Let's say yep. he's thrown 117 pitches through seven. Yep. Is he not still 
the best option to ride with. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging with my horse. And I honestly, and I thought the same about Clayton Kershaw. So, I mean, that's the thing. Let's first guess this one. I, I, I sort of think it's Garrett Cole. Go on out there and, and, and get us to the LCS, bro. Yeah, you know, the pro- if he's losing a little velocity maybe late on in the game, that and maybe all of a sudden that, that's 300 batters, Joe. Uh, he's, he's got the highest swinging strike rate in Major League Baseball, guys. He misses bats. Even after yeah, there is no better option here. All right, we'll, uh, we'll make our picks on this. We'll make it rain. Coming up. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. So who would like a couple of risk-free wagers of up to $1,000? If you do, especially for tonight, head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And yeah, by in addition to traditional betting, PointsBets has their very own betting concept where you are rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So, for example, if you are taking tonight's NFL game and you're going to say, I don't know, the Patriots laying 17. Yes, 17. Well, if they beat the Giants by three touchdowns, 21, then you'll receive a ridiculous 21 times your stake. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Promo code is grid and get your two risk free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And yes, we do have a uh, a Monday, Thursday night game, rather, uh, between the Giants and the Patriots. Uh, we'll dive into some of those numbers here. But Tyler Glass now, Garrett Cole. Tyler is uh, is no joke either. And and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, Dane, too. Hysterical. If I'm a Pirates fan right now, I'm going, oh, good. I get to watch, uh, you know, the the two guys that were actually on our team there, uh, Garrett Cole and uh, and Tyler Glass. Now, before we traded them away, because that's what we do as an organization. We don't like nice things, but when we look at this, the line opened up at Houston minus two sixty, big number. It's already continuing to go up, right? Plus two thirty five for uh, for Tampa in a lot of places. M- at minus two sixty, Dane, this is the highest. For a favorite in the uh, in the ALDS or NLCS that we've had in over 20 years, and wow. it can it continues to rise. I mean, it continues to rise. Now we did see the trends yesterday. We talked about it, right? Dogs, dogs uh, on the road coming off a win, a la what we uh, what we saw there, almost with the Cardinals coming off a uh, coming off a situation where they were heading back to. Atlanta on the road. Both road teams win. Uh, and of course, the Nats being a dog, it, it, the the similarities are crazy. It's exactly the way we find right now the Tampa Bay Rays. They had their ace Bueller going Dodgers last night. Houston yep. has its ace. 
But I do think we can both agree the pressure is not on the Tampa Bay Rays, just like it wasn't on the Nats last night. The pressure lies all with the Houston Astros, Dane. Yeah, absolutely. And specifically Garrett Cole. Garrett Mm. Cole is, in my opinion, in a few weeks going to be announced as the AL Cy Young Award winner, meaning that he is the best pitcher in the American League. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what else can you want if you're a team going into a winner take all situation to have the best pitcher on the league in the league who had a, you know, generational season setting records on the mound. You know, Joe, we talk about things like sports investing or poker or blackjack as a game of inputs, not necessarily outputs, right? Mm -hmm. We got to put ourselves in the best position to win, and then we'll see what happens. Well, there is no better position than having Garrett Cole on the mound. So to me, that equals expectations. And some people can say that expectations equal pressure. So absolutely. Tampa Bay is playing with free money, Joe. Remember, they were down 2-0 in this set. Told you yesterday, too, Dan, we talked a little bit about how uh, you need to consider umpires in these situations as part of your handicapping strategy. We told you the umpire last night was Mr. Over, right? We told you that was what his uh, nickname was, and well, that game went over last night. Uh, We have a similar situation in this game here today. Uh, The umpire in this, Jerry Meals, uh, has not been profitable to back home teams when he is behind home plate. And also, he's another one of these Mr. Over umpires. Uh, the unders have lost big since 2005 with him calling balls and strikes. So we got another one of these situations where tend to favor the road teams, which also tends to lead to more overs since they're scoring more runs in these games. So it was exactly the situation we had last night in that game, and it's got to be something that, you know, you're not going to live or die by that fact, but it's, again, something that you got to take into consideration when you try to figure out. This number opened at 7, Dane. Is it still at 7 there at Fandle? For the total? Yeah. Yep, sure is. It's still. It, is it juiced to the max at uh, over or under? No, it is not. I mean, really, it's at mm. seven and then it's minus one fifteen minus one oh five. So, no, it's not a super juice. Uh, crazy, and the, the, the favorite is technically the under under seven is minus one sixteen. Yeah. And this could be another, I think, first five situation. I, I don't know if four is still available. It's probably three and a half. You know, I like, think, is check. it three and a half? Which, by the way, wasn't uh, didn't work. Uh, it, it worked last night, I believe. Yeah, it was three and a half. Three nothing, right through the first five. So Washington that's kind of at least. That, listen, I went first five under for Flaherty and Fultonevich, and that yeah, was well, done before there was two outs. But yes, it is three and a half uh, for the first five. What's the strikeout prop for our man here, Garrett Cole? I I'm, I don't know if there's a number up for it yet, I but don't see it yet. They don't do the player 15. props just yet. I only see like game props and inning props. I remember the so last in, in the first game he pitched, the number was nine and a half. So I he struck out 15. Does it get juiced up? Does it get you know? Does it go up till? Let's say it's double digits. It's ten. Dane, are you? Are you having a problem? Uh, would you back that over on that strikeout prop if it's 10? I, I would stay away from it because my fear, Joe, just is like kind of what we were saying before. Right. My fear is what happens if the manager has a quick hook? 
Ooh. And he doesn't go all the innings that he's supposed. Now I don't think that's the case. We've just said I think Garrett Cole right. should go nine. But my fear on a prop like that is how many innings will he be out there? Okay, that's interesting because it's uh, you're right. If if things start to go south, uh, listen. If things are quick, he's got 80 pitches in the sixth inning. He's going over that strike. So I would correlate. That's another one of those props, Dan, where you correlate it depending oh. on what you think is going to be the outcome. That depends on how you bet those props. And that might be a good idea tonight as well for the Thursday night football game, which pits the uh, the New York Giants sort of, I think, uh, maybe the practice squad, because that's the majority of the guys who are going to be playing here tonight. Laying 16 and a half, 17 points. New England is at home. Weather appears to be an issue here tonight. Uh, Belichick going up against a rookie quarterback. We, we gave you the numbers. Everything is pointing to blowout. For the Patriots, Dane, but we've been doing this long enough to know that, yeah, when it uh, when it looks like a duck and talks like a duck, sometimes, you know, it's a cow. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the situation we're in tonight, but on paper, on the surface, I don't have a problem laying the 16 and a half, 17 points. I don't know how I don't know how they score the Giants. I really don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. And there is, you know, on FanDuel, they do the spread total parlay together. Ooh. Uh, the Pats and the under is right now at plus 280. Um, and that's something that I'm intrigued by um, to get the Pats, Great. you know, uh, minus the 16 and a half. And listen, Joe, 17 is something of a key number if we get up that high, right? You know, so, it, yep. uh, Pats at 16 and a half and under. Um, is plus 275, and I'm intrigued by that as uh, along with some of these prop bets. I don't know, Joe. I don't know how the Giants score, you know, right. and the same kind of thing we talked about with Washington last week against these Pats is a lot mm. of times when we see blowouts, it's actually a good bet to take the under, right? right. And when you add to that what we're talking about, the weather today, uh, tonight, um, I, I think this profiles to 31-6, 30-7, Something like that. And, uh, Joe, I'm going to say right now, you know, we make our three plays of the week. Um, the under in this game will be one of my official three plays for the week. I had uh, We had mentioned uh, earlier this week, we had suggested right around Tuesday that there were a, a couple of games that we suggested you went out and Take played immediately. Uh, right. One of them was this one, both from the, uh, the numbers standpoint, the spread, as well as the total, because... Let's face it, the numbers, the Giants are going to have, and this is another thing, Dane, because already I'm starting to see it here with the, yeah, but the values on the Giants, yes, the value is definitely contrarian on the Giants. But given this situation, Thursday night home favorites, we know 70 and 47 against the number, 60%, Dane, since 2003. By the way, nobody's ever, ever gotten rich that I know of fading the New England Patriots yeah, at home, up. Dane. I've like never, <laughs> ever heard of it. I'd like to meet that person because I don't think that person exists. And you know, when you look at what those two, uh, Brady and Belichick, have done together, yeah, 144.90 against the number. That's absurd yeah. since 2003. So I do like backing Thursday night favorites of, of double digits kind of situations because they've yeah. done – they're seven and one since 2003. They're double digit favorites for a reason. So I don't have, I'm not scared laying that number. But again, you're right. This opened up at 44 and a half, guys. It's already down to what, 41? 41 and a half. And Dan, I'd bet it I'll down to it 39. 
I'd have take no it there problem as well. down to 39. Yep, I got it at 43 earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I'll take it at 41. I'll take it, you're right. I'll take it up until about 40 and a half. Something like that, right? You know, 40 is kind of a push number for me. Um yeah. and and let me ask you something else, Joe. Would this make sense? However you feel about the baseball game tonight, whatever your biggest thing is, even if it's a minus number, even if it's Garrett Cole, whatever it is, right. just parlay it with Pat's money line. Yes. Like, why not? And, and we'll run the Get numbers for you. Get yourself a little bit extra, right? Get yourself a little bit of edge in terms yep. of the value there. Just whatever you're doing tonight, people, just parlay yep. it with Pat's money line. It, yeah, it'll give you a little it. bit of a boot. It's a good idea, and we'll run the uh, we'll run the numbers for you, give you an idea of sure. a couple of combinations here, because there are also two college games on tonight, and one of them happens to be Dane Martinez's alma mater going tonight, man. The Orange Men taking on NC State ACC matchup. Plus, got a little Sun Belt action too. Texas State, Louisiana Monroe. We'll give you the numbers. We'll break them down. We'll parlay it. We'll do all sorts of stuff to make it rain. Coming up next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Thursday night football, not only in the NFL, of course, we've got some college football games going on here tonight. And don't look now, we got another game five in Major League Baseball. So plenty of action, plenty of opportunity for you guys to uh, to mix and match some of your plays tonight. If you are a parlay player and you like uh, mixing in a good parlay or even a prop, We'll give you some of those, too. And before we take a look at some of these um, college games there, Dan, I know you mentioned some props for the the NFL game between the Giants yeah. and uh, and New England. But let me ask you from a fantasy standpoint here, is it uh, is it just a pass with everybody here? Are you is there anybody worth taking a flyer on in the Giants? Are you avoiding all of the Patriots like the plague because you don't know? I mean, if you're betting the under – Chances are right. you don't think they're going to be a lot of scoring one way or the other. So is there anybody on here that people should be looking at or avoiding? Yeah, two guys that I think are viable still. If you look at the New York side, you know, Golden Tate is still there, last man standing, right? Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, the routes that he runs profiles just fine in garbage time, Joe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the second half, it's kind of underneath stuff in garbage time. I think he'll be just fine. Will he have all the defensive attention of, you know, um, uh, uh, Stefan Gilmore as well? Yes. 
But, you know, you got to think that someone's got to produce, right? And on the yep. other side, I'll ride with my guy, the stereotype, Sony Michelle. If you're telling me there's going to be weather, you know, and you're telling me we all think this is going to be something like 26 to 3 in the third quarter, this mm-hmm. reeks to me of New England hopping in, hopping out, getting out of Dodge, like I like to say. And so maybe Sony Michelle uh, is the guy who really helps them do that. This profiles me to be more of a Sony Michelle game, less of a James White game. But I go back to that garbage time theory, Joe, you know, and a prop bet that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. What would you say, Joe? How many uh, completions do you think Danny Dimes gets today? Oh, God. I, I think they're going to be throwing all over the place. So I, right. I would say a minimum of 20. Well, the number is 20 and a half, Joe, and I like the over. I like the over on this one because okay. of the game flow, right? Because of the game flow, they're going to be, you know, like I said, 27-6. And if that means Sony Michelle on one side, that right. means a lot of dink and dunks and a lot of, like, four-yard passes, whether that's to the back or whether that's to Golden Tate. I think the, I like the completions over for Danny Dimes. I think they're going to be conservative. They're not going to be able to run the ball with this kid Hillman, right? So right. they're going to be trying to throw conservatively out in the flat, quick ones. I like the over 20-and-a-half completions for Danny Dimes. I kind of like that. I like the way you're uh, you're approaching that. That's good stuff here. And uh, Sony Michelle, I, I'm stuck between. Uh, I don't know what to do here, man. Do I start him? Do I That's not hard. start him? Do That's I? Because if, if they're gonna go, they're gonna go him. But you know what? The other thing that scares me is that this is like got Rex Burkhead written all over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I can hear that. But let me give you some faith. Let me give you some faith, oh, Joe. Okay. I look at the prop bets. Any time touchdown scorer in this game, Joe, okay, they list, oh, I don't know, they list about eight different pats, and hysterically, they had to find about seven Giants to list also. That's a hysterical view, but out of all these players, there's only one. That's a minus number to score a touchdown tonight, and it's Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle is actually minus 155 to score a touchdown tonight, and he's the only one at minus numbers. Then you get Edelman plus 120, Josh Gordon plus 150, James White, and it keeps on going. (laughs) You know what's funny, Joe? If you look at those numbers on the Giants side, Mm. you have Golden Tate at plus 310 as the best to maybe score a touchdown. Then you got John Hillman at plus 390. By the way, he's the only guy, right? And his his prop bet is 10.5 carries, Joe. Interesting. He's like hmm. literally the only guy. And then He's it goes the to Darius dude, right? Slayton as a third choice at plus 430, yeah. Joe. You, yeah. The New England defense and special teams to score a touchdown today is plus yes. 165, which is a okay. better number, more of a favorite than any member of the New York Giants. That should tell you all yep. you need to know. And that's a good prop, too. Now that you mention it, that's a uh, that's a pretty good prop to have. The uh, Think about that. Special defense, teams or defensive teams, yeah. TD scored. In this game, yeah, with the wet weather, with the wind, we, oh, with yeah. that defense. And Bill Belichick confusing Danny Dimes, showing him stuff he's yeah. never seen before. I think there's ample chances here for the defense of uh, New England not only score a touchdown. They've already blocked yeah, the punt. We, we've seen this happen. Guys that fumble, got, you know, anything can happen in that kind of weather, too. So I, I do like that as a prop. And I do like, I don't know if you have a number on this, though. Is there a first score? Whether it's a field goal touchdown or uh, or something along those lines, because I gotta believe the first score of this game, one way or the other, is going to be a TD, and in all likelihood, is going to involve 
Tom Brady either passing to Edelman or James White out of the backfield and beating this uh, this linebacking crew and secondary of the Giants early on. I don't. Is there uh, anything with the first score of the game? I don't see it yet. I will uh, keep checking for it. All right. What so, I yeah, do see, though, Joe, and this is mm-hmm. funny to a point we've been making all week. Joe, uh, game five of Houston and uh, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Fox Sports One because this <laughs> football is. game is on. Because this yep. football game is on Fox. So game five of Houston Tampa will be on mm-hmm. like you know your regional cable FS1. Love this. Love this. All right, Bavona, <laughs> give us. Give us our uh, give us our new intro here to our make it rain plays of the day, will you? Come on. Come play with us. It's your make it rain plays of the day. Forever. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Well done. Very nice, Bavona. Very well done. Yes. And that's exactly what we got here. We got ourselves some Mega Rain plays of the day. Just talked about a couple of props, but Dane brought up an interesting point, too. We'll start in the NFL with this Thursday night game. Giants, I'm seeing a lot of places, Dane. This is already up to 18 points. Like, our, wow. now we're treading on the, you know, the value aspect of it again. 18 damn points in some of these places. Too. Oh, my word. Uh, all right. So, and like Dane had mentioned, why not just include the New England Patriots? Let's say their money line at at, um, at minus eleven hundred. What are you yeah. What are you showing at uh, at Fanduel? Minus ten fifty. Right. Yeah. So minus eleven hundred, and then let's say you want to throw on, uh, let's say Tampa Bay Rays. Let's say you want to go sure. contrarians. All right. And if you put those two together, Tampa Bay around ten, uh, around plus two forty. Let's see what we've got here from a uh, from that standpoint. So you've got about two and a half to one. So two and a half to one. I'd be more interested if, if I take the favorite. If I take Houston, okay. But I parlay it and happens. get the little bit of a boost with New England. Like what are they? Like minus two sixty right now? Could I get that down to like minus one fifty somehow? What I could I get it down to? Can I get it under two I bills? See right now the uh, I'm seeing. Yeah, no, it's not even even money. So it's it's yeah, it's less than half. So uh, yeah, hundred dollars would win you fifty. If you wanted to back Houston, which I'm showing right now at $3 at minus $3, because it's already getting up to that particular point. So so if you wanted to, let's say let's say you want to take New England, but you want to say, how about the run line? You want to take Houston run line? You think they win by more than one? Or do you think Mm. that Tampa can keep it close enough to lose by one? Mm. I don't know. I'll do the under. Can I do All the right, under let's go tonight? Under. Yes. At let's the do that. Money line. Yep. Let's do that and see what that That's comes the one out. I think I like. Yep. So minus eleven hundred on New England money line. You got a minus uh, one fifteen on the under. Yeah. That's even money. That's even money. There you go. You got even money uh, if you back New England money line and you take the Tampa Bay Houston under seven in this point. You're going to be in and around even money there, Dane. So I'm not a bad way to look at under. it. A game under. Football game. All right, under, so now not if you want to do new, okay, so Let's you want to do because right? it's an over under, it's still minus one ten. It's still going to so be I minus one ten. Yeah, I, I so can in essence get be the under. Even. Let me just mm-hmm. throw New England in there, and I can get it to like you know even. I, you get about even money, right? Yeah, you I get about even money. A, a way to yep. skin the cat, you know. Yep. I, I'm doing that. 
I'm looking at Danny Dimes over 20 and a half. And I'm looking at some like, Joe, how do you feel about this John Hillman guy? He's literally the only running back on the roster, Joe. I, I don't know He's who literally else. literally the who, only running back on the roster. Who else? Who else is there? I, you know, yeah, I mean, a it's, there's a fullback they have, Penny. Yeah. But I don't want to overthink it. 29 and a half yards, 10 and a half carries, Joe. Don't overthink it, guys. Don't overthink it. This has got the only place that's got maybe some contrarian value here, like you mentioned. Maybe, don't forget, this opened up at 46, 46 and a half in a lot of places. It's been bet down to 41. If you want value and contrarian options here, I wouldn't go with the spread. I would go with the over if you want to do that because this this actually opened up a hell of a lot higher, according to the books. They were expecting a little bit more scoring, and we do know, right, that 43 is a key number. We know that uh, when it comes to totals, so... If it gets down to maybe 40, Dane, or, or 39 and a half, you want to take some value, you want to take a shot, be a contrarian, the over might be the place to go. But I just don't know how, I, you know, laying, this, laying 18, 17, 18 points is, yeah, guys, it's not, you can't, it's either Patriots or stay away from the spread altogether, you know, and, and maybe yeah, have absolutely. some fun with it. Take the, take the minus on the 100 money line and do combinations from there on maybe right. the run line on Tampa or back Tampa, that kind of situation there. Or something and get else yourself. you like. You know, you talked about the college football games that I are do. going on as well, yep. right? Like yep. we talk about the Qs, right? Yep. The Qs tonight is at NC State. I'm seeing four yep. and a half for the Wolfpack, Joe. You know, yep. whatever you feel on this game, you like the Qs, you like the Wolfpack, you like the total, whatever it is. Then just throw Pat's money line in there as well yes. and get yourself a little bit of a bump. But, Joe, real quick, the reason I bring up the Cuse mm-hmm. is because on Sunday morning, Joe, we are going to be joined by, like myself, another Syracuse graduate joining us on Pro Football Today. We're going to be welcoming a new, uh, a new lady to the crew, Ariel Epstein. Ariel, heaven, you know, listen, I hope she, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to yeah. be fun, man. We're going to have the, uh, the Orangeman connection, which is why yeah. I hope they win tonight, uh, because it would be so much better if, uh, you know, a couple of uh, Syracuse grads there uh, right. hoping otherwise. Otherwise, it's going to get depressing rather quickly. And, and unfortunately, about Mar Jackson and that defense, because she is a Ravens fan, Joe. Oh, that's just that's a cop out. That's just cheesy. That's it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to we're going to christen that uh, that uh, welcome heart to the show. They are ripping her Lamar Jackson fandom. Uh, we'll have no problem doing that Sunday, beginning at uh, beginning at 10 a.m. And here. by the way, Joe, when we're on, there will be a game on air live, okay? London, yes. 9.30 yes. a.m. So for your fantasy people, get your lineup set. If you uh, mm-hmm. are hungover and waking up and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> I, can't, yep. I can't take this guy in or out of my lineup yet. Yes, I'm warning you now. Early game yep. Sunday. Yeah, and uh, do yourself a favor here, though. Do not be backing Syracuse here tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I love Dino Babers, but it's defense that's the problem with Syracuse this year, and they can't stop the run. And while North Carolina State lost Ryan Finley, they lost their offensive coordinator, who's now the head coach of App State last night that won. Yeah, the problem is all they do really well, North Carolina State, is run the ball. And it's going to be a very tough night for Syracuse to get enough possessions, I think, in order to do anything with them. That defense is really bad against the run, the last in the ACC. So expect North Carolina State to get it done here tonight and expect Texas State 
to upend at home, upend University of Louisiana Monroe. Official plays for you? Pats under anything official in our contest? Uh, no, I'm avoiding this no? uh, game like the All play. Right. The yeah, under I'm is official for me. Play. The under all is my luck, they'll score 80 points. Yeah, so That's I'm out awesome. on that. No. Yep, I am out. Great, Enjoy the games. We'll be back tomorrow breaking them down. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. What you missed on Make It Rain. Every analytic in the world says, don't let the lefty pitch to the right-handed pitcher. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's Baumgartner. I don't care if it's Kershaw. It's not the right setup. That entire team, you won 106 games based on analytics. And now comes in game five of elimination, you decide to go with your gut. You don't you don't have a problem with that? No, I, I actually don't when the name is Clayton Kershaw on the other side, Joe. So let's spin it forward. Let's spin it forward today. Let's spin it forward today. All right. Mm-hmm. Garrett Cole. Garrett mm-hmm. Cole is humming along, right? He goes through five or five and a half. And they're, they're doing a great job. But, you know, he threw 107 pitches to get there, right? right. Um, you're telling me that you don't want to go to, you know, a guy like Grinky, Or if you're Tampa Bay and you have Glasnow, it's not – it's not – you know, Snell and Morton that's coming out. Like, that's what we said yesterday. So we're, go- we're, we're not going to do that now? Well, if you're going to use the theory that, well, it's Granky or it's, and you're not, and you're going to completely ignore the fact that, yeah, Granky or Kershaw in this situation, not great in the playoffs in this spot, has not been, has proven it. So why risk that? Because you're not getting Clayton Kershaw in a July afternoon. You're getting playoff Kershaw who quite honestly is terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. And you set him up to me. I think Dave Roberts set him up to fail, not giving him the proper matchup and not giving him, putting him in a spot where Kershaw could excel. It's not where he excels. You put him in a spot to fail as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, Joe, but like, aren't there some players that transcend the matchup like we talk about in football, right? Like, uh-oh, this is a tough defense they're going with, but it's Aaron freaking Rodgers, so it'll be okay. You know, I, I, I hear you with the matchup and the, and the data and what the analytics say. Yeah, if it's, but- if it's Rivera, yes. If it's Andy Pettit, yes, because these guys have been there. They have a proven track record of doing it. He is the complete opposite of that. He is the guy that blows it in that spot. He has. Over the last 10 years, he's been he the worst has. guy in that spot. Yeah, I hear you. I just think having access to the actual results is what makes it a lot easier for you to say it with so much conviction, especially based on what we said 24 hours ago in this same exact question. Well, you know, it's I, the same situation. You. Why let Flaherty pitch six innings when you already had the game in right, right? I mean, that's not second guessing. We were saying that during the game. Like, what are you doing? Like, take his ass out of the game and pitch him. It's not second. I mean, Atlanta could have came back, scored nine runs, and we'd been like, yeah, but that's a bad decision, I think, whether they won or the outcome, no matter what it was, 